more embarrassing. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 5D KTSA and FM 1071. Welcome to the jungle. You know, Mr. Rima, I love you. You're a wonderful person. I'm glad we got together for Thanksgiving. Hey, no alcohol. I think you're wonderful. You're wonderful. CDC says no alcohol. It makes you make bad COVID decisions. Uh, uh, Oh, 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 okay. Okay, I didn't see that. Yeah, so that's the new one. So you can't, you, 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 as as we've been chronicling, you can't sing, can't listen to music. You got to wear a mask. You got to be six feet apart. Now the new one out this morning is no alcohol because you get all lovey dovey, touchy feely, and that's how you spread the COVID. <laughs> <laughs> you make bad COVID choices when you're on the liquor, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> That's right. Remember yes. that, Pelosi. Uh-huh. Exactly. Ugh, Lord, how are you? I'm good. What's on your mind today? What you, I, I was looking at this story about about Pfizer and the COVID-19 vaccine. is 95% effective in the final results, and it looks like they're going to be able to start shooting people up by um, by the end of the year. So, once again, Donald Trump was a million percent correct because that's what he said he said by the end of the year we'll have a vaccine <laughs> and everybody you're said, just no. a racist trey you're just a racist and a hater like he is that's what he, mm-hmm. that's what all this is about you, you, mm-hmm. no he didn't he didn't say that he, he didn't say it <laughs> right right they're, they're like children man you know seriously but you're right i mean it's great it's great news i mean what's a, the the flu vaccine is only what 70 percent 29 29 this year oh, I, this year this year uh-huh. And as far as we know, this is 90 to 94%. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Seriously. Sounds I, like you a good one to me. You know, it sounds I'm like a good vaccine asked, to me. Because I went back and I looked at the flu vaccine for the past 10 years, and it's been trending down, 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 down over the past right. 10, the effectiveness, to where this flu season, it's 29% effective. And Pfizer says... Uh, Ours is 95% effective, guys, and uh, we'll have it on the market if, if the FDA says so. By the end of the year, people can be vaccinated, if they choose to be vaccinated. That's that's the other thing. You know, the positives about the vaccine are starting to climb again. The negatives are starting to get down because if you remember during the campaign, the Democrats were trashing it, saying, oh, if it's Donald Trump, if it's on his watch, he's just going to kill you. That's what he's He's sending the vaccine out to kill you. Remember? Kamala yes. Harris, I'm, saying, I'm not going to take it. He's going to kill you. I'm not going to take but it if it comes from Donald Trump. You know, that's ridiculous. Right. But now that the campaign's over, people are going, I actually think it's a good idea to take this vaccine. And so, yeah. <laughs> of course it is. You know, I... I, I I'm not, you know, I know people think that uh, you know, Donald Trump has probably infused the vaccine with racism or something. Or... <laughs> You know, genetic material that's hateful. You know, I don't know, but uh, the the, the I, I think it's it's great news. It's light at the end of the tunnel, and to listen to these people, you know, go off on it is uh, is crazy to me. A vaccine is what we need, right? We need right. a vaccine, but right. you know, they don't want light at the end of the tunnel. Why do you think Fauci was saying uh, all this? You know, the past week or so. Well, even if we get a vaccine, you still got to socially, you still got to do all the stuff. Well, then what's the purpose of the vaccine? You right. <laughs> have to keep living like we're sick. Yeah, it's because they all they want us locked down in our houses with these stupid masks on. 
Well, and and the the other question is, will people actually line up uh, to get it? Will they take it? And uh, you know, right. we we only have those previous vaccines that we can rely on and go back to. And this thing has been so politicized, there'll be a certain number of people who will not. But think about if those certain number of people said no to the polio vaccine, where we would be in America today or uh, many of the others, right? Yeah, well, think about how people would have reacted back then to folks who don't want to take, I don't want to take the vaccine. They'd have looked at you like you were insane. (laughs) Vaccines are a wonderful thing, man. It's a miracle of science. It's a miracle of our uh, of our bodies are engineered and designed. Uh, so uh, folks going off against the vaccine is all. I've never been into the whole anti-vax thing anyway. You know, yeah. the movement over the past few years. You know, mm-hmm. I love vaccines. Vaccines are great, man. <laughs> they You'd do what they're supposed to do. You know. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, it's just one of those things, and the reason to bring it up now with Pfizer saying it's 95% effective, uh, Moderna said the same thing, 95% effective. Pfizer says we can have it in people's arms by the end of the year. We can make that happen. So you got that going on, right? You've got an economy that has re-exploded after being locked down. And the Democrats' answer to that is let's let's re-lock it down, which they're attempting to do right now because they've got to strangle Donald Trump however they can. So you've got that good news. You've got that the economy's exploding and taking off like you would not believe. Uh, unemployment's going down. Uh, it, it, unemployment now in the middle of this pandemic is where it was at the height of Obama's term. So... Wow. You know, uh, okay, let's 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 argue numbers here. Um then you had the wreath laying ceremony at Arlington was going to be canceled because you know you can't go outside at a at a funeral or or not a funeral but a, a gravesite and put a wreath down at a gravesite because you might get the coats. And uh, Donald Trump said that's ridiculous. I I reverse that right now. Uh you've got a drawdown of troops. You know, during the Bush years you had 170,000 in Iraq. During the Obama years you had 100,000 in Afghanistan. They announced yesterday in the Trump administration, we're getting out, man. You're going to have 2,500 there total. The the bar for Joe Biden is pretty doggone high. But isn't that the, why they want the economy to suck? You know, that's why they want to keep everybody locked. Think about that for a second. They don't want this economy to spring back because it reflects directly on, on Trump's economic policies. So they need it to continue to be bad. And I think that might be impacting, uh, you know, this this business of well, even if we get the vaccine, I mean, yeah, you know, we still got to socially distance, still got still got to wear the mask. They don't they they don't want anything hanging over from the Trump administration that's positive. Yeah. So when you kind of plug that factor in, then a lot of what the rhetoric is about now makes sense. Yeah. You know, if you if you plug that in there, well, we need things to still continue to be bad for a while so we can point to Donald Trump and see, and say, see, he was wrong and he did this and he did that. But very obviously, it's his economy that's springing back. Oh, for uh, sure. The economy he did not inherit from Barack Obama. No, sir. <laughs> right. The, the only reason Obama's economy started to go up in the past, last quarter of his presidency is because people knew he was leaving. Well, you know what? I'm just going to make some notes here. Uh, lowest unemployment. Uh, in 60 years, I'm, I'm just writing this down as we go, okay? Lowest unemployment 60 years, lowest ever for African Americans, right. lowest ever for, uh, Hispanics, lowest unemployment that is, alright? Uh, 500,000, uh, that's half a million new manufacturing jobs, right? right. Uh, 
a COVID vaccine in record time, right? So it used to take years, like five to 10 years to get a vaccine. We've been in this for eight months, and now we got a vaccine that's 95%. Oh, and an effective vaccine, right, Uh, as opposed to the flu vaccine that's 29% effective. This one is 95% effective. Somebody who stands up bringing uh, bringing our troops home, troops home. Um, Let's see here. Peace in the Middle East. Peace (laughs) in Middle East. I'm just going to write ME because I'm writing real fast. Peace in the Middle East. And um, let's see here. Standing up for America, troops home, peace in the Middle East. Oh, energy independence. Energy right. independence, right? Okay. Right. A pretty good list so far, and there's probably a whole lot more we can think about. Lowest unemployment 60 years, lowest African-American unemployment, lowest Hispanic unemployment, 500,000 new manufacturing jobs, a COVID vaccine in record time, effective COVID vaccine, troops home, peace in the Middle East, energy independence. Good luck. Good luck, Joe. Yeah, I mean... This is the phenomenon of Trump that they'll never be able to ditch, and it's Republicans and Democrats as well, okay? This is what one president did in four years. This is what one president did in four years. Can I add a caveat? Which uh, pretty much sort of uh, you know shows everybody else and every previous president that, well, wow, you were barely able to solve any of these problems in eight. He solved all of this stuff in four just by making a few chess moves. It's amazing. And that caveat I wanted to add is with all that opposition from the media with, and the Democrats. Yeah, while being impeached constantly, while being investigated constantly, with a hostile media after him constantly, 24 hours a day. It's amazing. It, it really is an amazing achievement, uh, what he accomplished. So if he doesn't get the next four years, and I still believe, you know, I, especially after the, the Wayne County thing in the middle of the night, uh, wow. I still believe this was a cheat. I really, really do. But even if he doesn't get another four years, the four years he had now need to be the standard for American presidents. It, it won't be, but it should right. be. It should yeah. be. One Agreed. term. All of that you yeah. just listed off. One term. It's amazing. So, and, and there was more. That's all we can cover right now, but we could keep going. Um, so um, when we take a break, let's take a break. When we come back, let's talk about that Wayne County thing, because people who are just now tuning in or just now waking up say, what, what happened in Wayne County, Michigan? It's big news, and we'll cover it with wire and rhyme on the other side. You know, big news also from Stevens Roofing, always here 24-7 to uh, get to your roof and take care of whatever roofing problem, roofing issues you may be having at uh, Stevens Roofing, local roofing contractor that can do repair for you. So if you've got a problem and you need somebody to fix that leak, they can do it right away for you at Stevens Roofing. 210-785-0994. They can also make sure that you have a beautiful roof over your head. So if your roof is older and you know you need to replace it, you can replace it with composition, which is the shingles. And they have all kinds of styles and colors of shingles available for you right now. They'll work with your insurance company to get all of your reimbursements back for you. But they also can do standing seam metal, and the the colors are endless. And they bake it right into the metal so it never comes up. It stays there. It stays forever, and it looks fantastic forever and stands up. Your Stevens roof will stand up to these elements that we have in South Texas like exists nowhere else. High heat, super cold, and back and forth in the middle of the night. They take care of it for you at Stevens Roofing at 210-785-0994. Today's 77, 55 tonight. Tomorrow's 79 with pretty much abundant sunshine going to be around. It's a gorgeous uh, sunrise right now. This is Jack Riccardi. Stay connected to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071 on Facebook, Twitter, and online at KTSA.com. And on Thursday, I will be joining uh, President-elect Biden 
and his team for a discussion on the coronavirus response. Huh. Governor Hogan there. It's a 7.20 at KTSA. Ha! Boy, were they wrong with this one, huh? <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah, just they were wrong on that one. the video star. There you go. Exactly. <laughs> it's Warren Ryman, KTSA. Um, so I, I heard some knocking and some uh, strange music and uh, some guys yelling, Hey, bring that two-by-four over here! It's over yeah, here, it, Charlie! It, it, Charlie, I need a two-by-four. Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, we, we got we, we got some dudes working on our, our AC system, and I'll tell you about, you know, a little later on I'll explain what they're doing. But uh, so okay. we got guy, I got guys working on my house today. Oh, nice. I got guys working I, on my I, house. They're doing a lot of work. That's all right. And so they, uh, you, you may hear, like, dudes in the background here and there throughout the morning. Uh, they know you're on the radio, right? So certain absolutely. words, they got to be careful. Like if they hit their thumb <laughs> with a hammer. Don't, don't, yeah, don't. <laughs> Just go, darn it. You know, it's okay. Yeah. And, and even uh, in Spanish, they can't say those words right. in Spanish either. So that you, have to, you have to let them know. Right, you right. You can't say it. Yeah, right. So it should be fine. It, it, you may hear a little re- background noise every now and again. It just reminds you of being at station. They're always doing that. You know, every time I turn around. <laughs> John, the AC man's rear end is hanging out of the ceiling tile. There's only half a John. We never see the top half of John. We never see his face. Right. <laughs> it's just his legs, cowboy it, it, boots hanging out of the ceiling tile. It is kind of like being at the station. <laughs> that, that, that's nice. I just put, made that connection. It gives me a whole new perspective on, uh, on this. It's like, be, it's like being home again behind the microphone at KTSA. I was telling you, and then we'll move on, because I do want to talk about Michigan and Wayne County, but I was telling you, when they decided to break up some of the concrete there, this was 20 years ago, the concrete they decided to break up was two feet behind me in the courtyard right outside the window. <laughs> and I'm doing the show about this time. I'm like, hey, uh, this is going on in the world. And they bring in a jackhammer. Bang, 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 oh, bang, 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 yeah. bang. <laughs> That's a little difficult down. to, to, yeah, it was to hard. mute. Hard to get you know, or to soften. Wow. <sighs> All right. Uh, Michigan, overnight, everybody went to bed with the canvassers up. There's two Democrats and two Republican canvassers, right? The the two Republican canvassers said, we cannot certify this election because the books don't add up, uh, among other things, among other things. Right. But the one that really stands out is the fact that, huh, you had more votes than there are voters. How does that work? <laughs> There were more votes registered and in the books here than there were voters. Just being a racist. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, okay. All right. That's where they went. That's where they took it because mm-hmm. the course. two Republicans said, until we resolve this issue with more votes than voters, we can't certify this. You know, uh, it's just an impossibility. That's committing fraud to certify an election that shows more votes than voters, and we're not going to commit fraud. Well, so Whitmer stands up and says, oh, you bunch of racists. That's the governor of Michigan. Then uh. Rashida Tlaib. Rashida Tlaib, you bunch of racist, you're racist, you're racist, you're racist, you're racist, 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 racist. Well, nobody likes to be called racist, right? You and I slough it off now. We're like, okay, whatever. That means you have no argument if you call me a racist. But average, everyday Americans don't like to be called a racist. Nobody does. And then, then the worst happened. They started to get threatened with their very lives over Twitter, other social media. Messages were sent to these two, you know, hey, listen, if you don't switch your thing, and if you don't approve that, if you don't uh, certify that vote, this is going to happen to you, going to happen to your kids, going to happen to your family, so on and so forth. So they were intimidated, and in the middle of the night, they switched their vote and went ahead and certified the votes for Detroit, Michigan. Whoever threatened that we need their phone records, we need to see who called them, we need to see their texts, we I need mean, to see all yeah. those messages on Twitter, because whoever threatened them needs to go to prison. 
This is beyond absurd at this point. This is beyond absurd. There's more votes than people in that county. There's more votes than people in that county. That's not possible without some kind of cheat going on. And because they didn't want to certify it, they were called racists and threatened. At what point do you Democrats become embarrassed by your own behavior? Do you know what I mean? At what point are you embarrassed by this crap? Never. It doesn't make. They're saying, well, because Detroit and Wayne County is predominantly black, so they're only doing this because they're racist. It's like, no, they looked at the books. There's more votes than people in that county. It's impossible. If this were everything were reversed, and and you were talking about uh, uh, D's instead of R's and and certifying uh, votes for a Democrat. And you found that uh, more people had voted than were actually registered to vote or existed in that county, they'd be the first people that would be outraged by that. But because it's against them, possibly, it's racism, and you're going to threaten their lives? You Democrats, is this really the country you want to live in? Is this yes. really what you're going for? This That's kind of a want. world, this kind of a third yes. world, sorry, asshole, is what you want to turn That's this country into. They don't come care. on, man. They don't to care. To quote Joe they, Biden, none of that come matters on, to them. man. None of that matters to them. God. All that matters to them is power. They are willing to lie, steal, cheat, do whatever, burn it. What, what have they said over and over again? Even their leadership, burn it down. <laughs> and that's what they're doing. They're burning down the republic. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. In, in, their own, in their own way, they are. You know, I mean, uh, threatening. What is this threatening people stuff? You know, that's pretty trendy right now with folks on that side. That if they find something that they don't, that that uh, that somebody uh, looks, uh, you know, an election process looks weird. I mean, who in their right mind would say that when you look at the voting registry registry on these things, you have more votes than people? Who can look at that and say that that's anything but wrong or irregular at best, cheating at worst? Because that's what it is. And you call that racist and you threaten them? Mm-hmm. I'm so sick of it all. I, I, seriously, you know, I mean, if, and I, I, I hate to say this because I'm not, you know, just giving up and stuff. But it, it, I was talking to my wife about this, that, you know, building, maintaining, uh, and destroying freedom uh, is largely the business of young people. Our forefathers, with the exception of old weird Ben Franklin, were largely young dudes in their 20s and 30s. Well, they were very young. This, Extremely this young. is, if this... You know, and and I love. We got to talk about Cruz and Hush Child, Hush Child. You know, I would say to that generation, to this generation, Hush Child, is this the world you want to live in? Because someday it's going to be your guy, and someday it's huh? going to be your guy getting threatened, and someday it's going to be they your guy care. whose house is going to get set on fire because they're not somebody didn't that. like an opinion they had. If this they're is the country you want to live in, you're the ones who are going to have to live in it. You know, they I don't mean, care. honestly. They don't. They don't care, Sean. They don't They're care. Morons. What they what they care about right now is having control and having power. That's the only thing that matters to them. And in this particular case, the only thing that mattered was defeating Donald Trump. So they right. were willing to lie and cheat and do whatever they need. And that includes the legacy media. That includes big tech, all the social yeah, media absolutely. companies. That they were all colluding together to get rid of Donald Trump. And it's going to bite them right there in the big old arse. You know why? <laughs> why it's going to bite them there? Because they'll have no content. What is Rachel Maddow going to talk about? Oh, I don't what know. is what is Jake Tapper going to talk about on his show without Donald Trump? And that's the point. It's gonna t- it's gonna come back on. Him. But the problem is, and we got to take a break. Dog on it. Okay. But the problem <laughs> is, it there's that clock staring me in the face. The, pro- 
the problem is they always they 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 are are willing to 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 burn it down to have that power, and they don't care what kind of country remains. And they're killing the Republic of the United States. Your vote, if they're successful at doing this, your vote will never count again, even if they do have another election. And I'm not convinced there'll be a midterm. I'm not in two years. And I'm not convinced there'll be another presidential election in four. I'm really, first time in my life, 50 years of following politics, and I'm not convinced that we're ever going to have another election in this country. But even if we do, it's not going to matter because they found out they can cheat the system. They can rig it through mail-in votes, through calling right. people uh, racist, by calling people, uh, intimidating people. We're going to kill you and kill your kids. This is third world stuff, and they're getting away with it. If they get away with it now, think about two years and four years from now. We'll be back after the uh, news with more Ware and Rima coming up for you here on KTSA. Hey, I want to tell you about Window World. Great people at Window World taking care of the windows for your home. Beautiful replacement windows for your home that look fantastic. They really do. And they're the most energy efficient you can find. Now, I know all this from first-hand experience because I was a guy who just went through this. And I looked at the, the other companies and did all my due diligence. And every time, on every point, it came back to Martin Bamba and Window World. Family-owned and operated since 1947. Energy efficiency, everyday price, it's 20 to 75% less than the competitors. The best warranty in the industry and easy folks to work with you're gonna love it you're gonna love your window world windows where window world is improving homes and changing lives every day phone number at window world 210-7670 san antonio's news traffic and weather station news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 i'm having a lot of meetings with world leaders on the, t- on the telephone you may find could be taking a while, like their long phone conversations. It takes a while. I had a five-hour conversation with Anne Hell Merkel. Welcome to the new normal. It's a little longer. It takes a little more time. Come on, Joe. Come on. Spit it out, Trump Joe. Come on. Given, Trump could have given half a rally speech in the time it took Biden to get that one sentence out. Trump would have just tweeted that. Trump would have just said, hey, having great conversations with world leaders. You know, carry on with your life. Right, right, right. So Ted Cruz is on fire yesterday. told Jack Dorsey, stood up to Jack Dorsey and the other, uh, it, by the way, the most powerful people on the planet, the guys who run your Twitters and the Facebook, children, at least yeah. for now. Right. Because, right, yeah. Uh, yeah. So anyway, he stood up to all them yesterday and used Jack Dorsey's explanation of being a publisher against him to prove that Jack Dorsey, the CEO of Twitter, is indeed being a publisher. This is something we've talked about many times. When they're the ones who are editing content, they're no longer a platform. The government gives them a carve-out as being a platform, thereby they're not responsible for what people say on their platform. But when they start to delete content or otherwise edit content, they're not a platform, they're a publisher just like a newspaper. It's an online newspaper. They're an editor, so it's a it's a publisher, not a platform. And so Ted Cruz, being the awesome litigator he is, had Jack Dorsey explain the difference between the two. And when Jack Dorsey did, Ted Cruz showed Jack Dorsey, well, then you're a publisher. You're not a... Okay. <laughs> it was brilliant. So yeah. he's on a roll, and this is where you pick it up, because he talked to Fredo last night. What did he tell Fredo? Well, they're 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 talking about uh, the the election, and they're talking about some of the issues, and uh, uh, you know uh, Cuomo's being his usual Cuomo self, uh, and it it carries into a text battle, which is brilliant. 
uh, where Cruz says, "Here's a ra- it's a tweet. Here's a radical p- proposition. Elections are de- elections are decided when the results have been counted and, and the legal proceedings are over. That didn't used to be a controversial proposition. Which he's right. That's I that's kind of how it's supposed to work. You know who won an election when you count all the votes and all the ballots. And then uh, Cuomo uh, tweets back, wrong. You have been empowering the notion that there are problems with the count that justify delaying transition in the middle of figuring out how to distribute a vaccine in a pandemic. It's so t- Cruz tweets it back. He retweets it, and he just puts these two words. Hush, child. I love it. <laughs> it's like the love. most insulting, condescending thing you could say to a the word I can't say like uh, like Chris to, Cuomo. Hush, child. To Cuomo. Can't say it to him. Right. You know, he's so, a guy that you you don't talk that way to me, man. I, you know, I I don't stink. So you don't you don't say that to me, man. You know, and, there's, there's uh, less to him than meets the eye. There's less to Cuomo than's the eye. Hundred percent. Hush, child. Hundred percent. The only the one of the major things of not having Donald Trump as president, if it does turn out that way, is that Ted Cruz won't be on the Supreme Court. You know, and mm, uh, well. he, you know, I, speaking of Supreme Court, change of subject just a little bit here because I was thinking about this last night. We all know John Roberts is a cl- closet liberal, do we not? I mean, you know, that's the way he votes, right, most of the time? Yeah, it sort of seems that way, yeah. Obamacare, the, the tax versus a fine thing, was a pretty, inter- pretty yeah. interesting decision. And there's been others since then where he sided with the liberals on the right. court. I don't know who in, an, in a Biden administration would leave the court and let Joe Biden put a leftist, extreme leftist, on the court. I was running through my head yesterday. Who might do that? Who might step aside? We we all knew that uh, Ruth Bader Ginsburg was on borrowed time during the right. Trump presidency. We knew that was going on. Um, and, 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 you know, as far as Kennedy stepping down, we all knew that that was, you know, within reach as well, that that was going to happen. But everybody thinks about it at the beginning of a presidency. Well, who's going to who's going to go? Who's going to leave in order for uh, Joe Biden to put somebody on there? I, I just, you know, the the insane thought propped into my head. John Roberts is whatever, 60s, 60s, maybe late 60s. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe he says. To, yeah, but to secure this seat for a liberal Democrat, maybe I'll retire. I don't know. I don't think that would be surprising. You know, it wouldn't shock me, and I don't think it'd shock you. Uh, you know, late. It, let's see how old he is. Late sixties. Uh, you know, he's still got a ways I think that's to right. go. Sixty-eight. So I don't. I don't 69. know. You know, if he'd be willing to uh, give it up like that, but maybe for the. Uh, party proper for the communal good <laughs> maybe he would you know, I, don't I, know. I, it's just a, I don't know it's just a thought I was having who who would be the one that would uh, step aside or I, it would have to be a retirement because I don't know of any of them that are in you know ill health right now right 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 I, I you know I, I I don't if if somebody was gonna were, were gonna do it it would be him he's 65 um, yeah which okay, there you go isn't that old, really? I mean, especially for Supreme no. Court justice. I mean, they stay on longer than you know the last ice age. So I, I don't right, you know, I, but he he would you know there when Ruth Bader Ginsburg you know got on that the bench there were pterodactyls still flying around. So I mean it's it's you know, it, 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 they want to I don't think he'd want to personally give it up. Yeah. Maybe he can be convinced to give it up. Right. What about Ted Cruz twenty twenty four? Be great. It'd be I mean, great. I, I don't know that he head. would we, do it. 
Yeah, he might. You know, I know. Um, we're talking about Greg Abbott I, I'm, now. So, well, I don't know about that. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure if there would be enough conservative support for him. I tell you, the perfect ticket as, as we sit here today, and who knows? Because 2024 is a long way away. Yeah. But the perfect ticket, in my view, would be a Ron DeSantis Christie Noam. Either being the top, either one being the top. That yeah, I could, that would be a great ticket. That I'd be proud to vote for. You know, what I mean, but the, the, you're right though in in that we live in. I hate to say, I don't want to say accelerated times, but we're we're at a different speed, a different vibration than in other previous times in America, where four years actually is a long time away because, as we found out over the past ten months, a lot can happen in a week. Right. Uh, I, you're right. I I don't. I have no idea what this country is even going to look like in two years if, in fact, uh, uh, Biden is certified. Oh, you, you don't recognize uh, They lost some power, some, you know, a little bit on, in the House, but I don't know. I mean, I, I, the, these people are crazy. If you look at the way this, this election has gone, very obviously they're capable of anything, yeah. uh, whatever it takes. If, if you're allowing the economy to suffer and people to suffer, uh, however that plays out under a pandemic, to achieve a political goal, you are sure. sick. Yeah, well, yeah, they it's are. Something, it, it's group sickness. So maybe they're already talking to John Roberts like, yeah, dude, you know. Uh. Well, I don't, you know, I, well, okay, so let, let, let's see who we have, and then we'll, we'll we'll take a break. we got Amy Coney Barrett, who just went on, right? She's right. not going anywhere. She's young, no. 40-some-odd. She's going to be there. you got Brett Kavanaugh. He's young. He's not going anywhere. you got Neil Gorsuch. He's young. He's not going anywhere. Uh, those are traditional uh, conservatives, you got Elena Kagan. Uh, she's not going anywhere. She's no. young, very leftist. Sonia Sotomayor is the, the now that Ruth Bader Ginsburg is gone, she's the most left. She's Absolutely. not uh, going to go anywhere. Sam Alito, uh, very constitutional guy. He is extremely good. Mm. I hope he never goes anywhere. He right. can be one of those guys that's just as old as dirt and could stay there. You got Stephen Breyer. He's a leftist. He might decide I'm going to cash this in. I think he was born. Born in 38, so he's been around a while, so he might be a, a retiree. Clarence Thomas, I hope he never goes anywhere. Yeah. I hope he stays right where he is. And then John Roberts. So the two the two liberals that would go uh, through retirement would be John Roberts. Oh, no, he's not a liberal. He's put on there by George Bush. Yes, he is. He's a liberal. He's a closet liberal. And uh, and Stephen Breyer. Uh, right. Breyer ahead of, of Roberts. But you know that they're talking. T- they've got to be talking to either one or both of those guys, pressuring them to quit so that uh, they can put some young 40-year-old nutjob leftist on there who could be on there for the next 40, 45 years, right? Uh, right? Uh, yeah. And uh, they got to do it during the Biden administration. Right. Because if you get another Donald Trump back or if you get a Ron DeSantis or you get a Christy Noem back and then Breyer steps aside or Robert steps aside, now you got, now you got right. seven to two. <laughs> They're not going to go for that. They don't, want, no they don't want that to happen, baby. They do not right. want that. They do not want that to happen. So, so they're going to they take a shoehorn to one of these guys. They're going to take a shoehorn to one of right. these guys. Probably Breyer, it, it, I guess. Again, it wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise yeah. you. It wouldn't surprise either one of us. Yeah. Uh, because that, you, look, this, this battle, in a sense, has always been about the Supreme Court. And, 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 sure. and it, it, it really burns their biscuits that Donald Trump got the seat as many as he did, despite right. their best efforts to destroy that person. Right. Uh, you know, so I, you know, I, I would, it wouldn't surprise me if they were having some kind of a conversation with John Roberts or Breyer behind the scenes at all. 
I, I'm sure they are. I'm, I'm right. 100% sure that that's going on. Quick break. More wear and rhyme on the other side. Alamo water softeners. Great, great soft water for your home. Protects your home so that you end up with, with uh, your appliances lasting longer, your clothes lasting longer. Wearing my Batman t-shirt this morning. I've had for years and I'm not giving up. I'm not going to give it up. But it continues to hold up. Why? Because it gets washed in salt, uh, soft water from an Alamo water softener. Same thing's true of your appliances like your dishwasher and everything else that comes in contact with water it's called protection and the best protection you can offer for your clothing and for your appliances is of course your alamo water softener soft water is the way to go we have some of the hardest water in america right here so get in touch with them today talk with them about the reverse osmosis drinking water system too removes those impurities so your coffee and your iced tea and everything tastes great too and get it from alamo water softeners at 210-274-com Tier 3 boils down to this. If you don't need to do it, don't. Okay, we're going to talk about that in a minute. But first, People Magazine has named their sexiest man alive. It's neither one of us, so we can just move on. We don't have to talk about that anymore. Who is it? Who is it? Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan? Michael Jordan, yeah. Sexiest man alive. What? Yeah. He's yeah. irrelevant. You don't think right he is? Now. Nobody talks about Michael Jordan. <laughs> no. What the hell? My, Michael B. Jordan. Michael, Michael B. B. Jordan. Yeah, he's a different Michael Jordan. It's not the, basketball, not the basketball guy. No, 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 no. Oh, no. I'm hip. No. He, yeah. No, <laughs> oh, he, I didn't he's know done that. movies like Black Panther and stuff. Oh. And, yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that guy. Like, that Michael one, Jordan. yeah. Nobody cares about him anymore. <laughs> I'm on top so, of things, man. I'm one hip dude, let me tell you. But but like I said, <laughs> nobody cares because it was neither of us, right? Right, so that's we, right. We can move on. Just get a, you know. Missed it's it not by us, that much. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> very close. Hey, I love what Obama wrote in his book, by the way, when he said uh, uh, he woke Michelle up in the middle of the night to tell her that he had won the Nobel Peace Prize. He'd only been in office for like a week, and he wins the Nobel Peace Prize. Because they had said, "Hey, he's gonna bring peace to the world, so we're gonna oh, give it to him." God. And he and he woke Michelle up, and he said, "For what? What, what am I getting it for?" I know. And she and she said, "That's nice, honey. Now go back to sleep." <laughs> Barry, we've all been wondering that for what? Yeah, for what? <laughs> Did they get Fauci? that Nobel? They got that Nobel Prize out of a skill crane, I think. Uh, at Walmart. Yeah, so yeah, it's over with. Yeah. You're, you know, so. Yeah. Dr. Fauci says, um, do a risk-benefit discussion with everybody you're inviting over oh. for for Thanksgiving. So get on the phone and have your list of questions. So let's do a, uh, can we talk about the risk and benefits of getting together? We need to have a discussion, Uncle Charlie. Before you come over and bring out Edna, let's talk about what's important here. What's it? So that's what he wants you to do now, risk-benefit analysis. They're just squeezing all meaning from it. They're just squeezing every last drop of fun and meaning from Thanksgiving. you got to have a what, um, a risk assessment conversation? A a risk-benefit analysis discussion with every person you've invited. Are there spreadsheets involved? (laughs) Yes, of course. (laughs) Do I need audiovisual? Yes, you do. Uh, In Oregon, in Oregon, Governor Kate Brown has ordered now no more than six people in your home, no music, no laughing. No uh, laughing? (laughs) No laughing? (laughs) Well, I threw that part in, but, you know, who's going to laugh? Don't give any ideas. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Violators. 
Violators could face up to 30 days in jail and a $1,250 fine. However, she was specific. Her order does not include rioting. So the rioting in Oregon can continue. Um, The Pennsylvania governor has announced new COVID rules overnight. You have to have a test 72 hours before you get to your destination for Thanksgiving. You have a negative COVID test. And wear a mask, including inside your own home. Even if you can maintain social distance, that still doesn't matter. Wear a mask indoors at all times. Oh, craziness. It's going to be a great one, isn't it? Can hardly wait. Joyful. Back in a minute. Things are going to happen if I'm elected. Where in Rima, 7 till 9, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And Joe Biden went on to say those three things are, um, um, those three things, uh, you know the deal. Yeah. You know the deal. The thing. Um, You know the thing. (laughs) You know the thing. Uh, Where in Rima, 806, KTSA, in your infinite wisdom and great knowledge, sir, explain this to me. Why someone who went to college and paid their their college debt uh, yeah. by working, slinging hash over to IHOP, empty ash trees, or somebody who never went to college and went right into the trades. Maybe he's a plumber, very successful plumber right now. I've got friends that own plumbing companies and do very well, but they didn't go to college. Uh, why in the heck? Somebody tell me why they should pay some little brat snot-nosed kid who took advantage of the system and got a college loan and ran up college loan bills so they could go in and be enlightened by the little professor. Why some hard-working stiff out here like you and like me should have to pay off their college loan. Pay your own damn college bill. Thank you very much. Well, because the Democrats need lots of young morons to continue voting for them. And so if they get their college debt forgiven, they figure the kids will come back and vote Democrat for the rest of their lives. But I agree with you. If you take out a loan, you're... I mean, am I going to get some mortgage forgiveness at some point? Can I get I was some going mortgage there. forgiveness? I was going I get, You know gonna, what I mean? It's, I it's an absurd idea. If you borrow the freaking money, you owe the freaking money. It's not what we pay. It, it would add three trillion to the deficit if if Joe Biden, because they're saying do an executive action where you forgive anywhere from ten to fifty thousand uh, dollars for every single student with a with a with a college loan. Why? What mm-hmm. that is? What is the? Well, let's teach them about hard work and that by you know take out borrow money and don't pay it back. Right. You know, I mean, it's absurd. I, I got nothing against people going to college, although I, do. I, I don't know if a college education is quite worth what it used to be. It's not. Uh, I, I think a college education these days is dramatically overpriced based upon the actual it's education propaganda. they're getting. But it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, again, there are. I mean, my kid goes to college. I mean, I, I got no. I got no problem. If people want to go to college, go to college. If that's what you want to do, do it. But it's it ain't my job. It ain't my job if you ain't my kid to pay your debt. You know what I mean? And it just isn't. So. So so why is it uh, 10,000 to 50,000 why isn't it the whole boat so you want to be a doctor you got a 500,000 half a million dollar uh, college bill university bill by the time you're done well we should pay for that and by the way let's go ahead and teach them like we did with these stupid participation trophies let's go ahead and teach them that they don't have to pay any of their debts so you're right when when they go take out the mortgage on that big old house that they cannot afford afford that's okay uncle Joe 
Joe's going to pay for it. Don't you worry about things, sweetheart. Uncle Joe's going to write you a check, and he's going to cover your home mortgage. Oh, and your vehicle? Go get the Jag. Have at the Jag or the new Mercedes, because you know what? We're, Uncle Joe's going to pay for it. That's exactly where they're headed with this, Sean. And and the way it ends up is in a bankrupt society, because we cannot cover. You said $2 trillion. That's right. That's the beginning. We can't cover all the, the debts that these people run up. No way. Well, and, and, and why is, is there a crisis with with uh, young people taking out college? Young people have always done that. There are people going to college. They've always taken out loans. Some people work their way through it. I know guys in their 40s that, that busted their ass working two jobs while going to school part-time, and they got through it in four or five years. That's how you do you it. Know, I mean, uh, I, I don't understand why. I mean, I do understand why you want to focus on college students because you want to. The same reason they do a lot of these indoctrination stuff on campus is you're trying to create few, you know, voting blocks, basically. Well, these guys got my forget forgive it. I'm going to vote for them. But it's a horrible lesson for the person, the individual with the, with the loan, and it's going to be a hell of a burden on the entire economy. What about people who, who are working uh, their asses off to support their families and pay their bills? Uh, why not forget their debt? Well, you know why? Because we don't need that guy to vote for us. No, we don't. <laughs> we don't need that. You mentioned a plumber. We don't need that plumber to vote for us. We need this uh, nope. poli sci major or you know this English lit major over here. Uh, uh, we need them to vote for us. There's you know I again we we talk about college and you know uh, there there is a, an arrogance about college education or having one on the left, and that I have had people who were losing an argument with me concerning something political. And they, they, another default argument other than you're a racist is, well, I guess I don't know what I talk, what I'm talking about. I only have a PhD. <laughs> well, you can still Hear be an time. idiot and have a PhD. <laughs> I've met that, many that... morons who have multiple degrees hanging on their wall. So it doesn't mean you're more intelligent than anybody else. Uh, you know, it really doesn't. But there is an arrogance about that. Remember in, uh, during the uh, several last few election cycles? Oh, all the Republicans are just uneducated people. They're, they're, they're rubes and more. They, they're ignoramuses. They don't, they don't have college education like we do. And when somebody throws that in my face, you know what I always counter with? You have a college education? Well, then why aren't you smarter? <laughs> A PhD hanging on your wall guarantees that you are an idiot, and that's what I feel. Um, and, and in today's environment, that's exactly where this has led to. Uh, college at this time is is all about. Uh, I don't know what uh, she's typing up here. Oh, okay. Uh, college is all about indoctrination at this point. Period. Full stop. It's not about the education. You're not getting an education. You're getting indoctrinated by some liberal professor and a group of liberals, snot-nosed liberals, sitting around in a room talking about how socialism is wonderful, how the United States sucks, how the founding fathers were all racist. That's what you learn. That's what they discuss in college. So the the whole model is is completely changing. We're having that discussion right now. I know you have one in college. We have one that's looking very strongly at college right now because she's 16 and in high school, so she's looking at it. And I'm like, uh, why do you want to waste the money when everything that you need to know is taught online somewhere, and it's a lifetime commitment to that knowledge and information? It's not just four years. You do, I, I do it all the time. You do it all the time, Sean. Everybody we know does lifetime education, and that's all you need to know is how, excuse me, how to access the information and do it. 
Well, I mean, and, uh, I, but you don't I, need I to go somewhere four years to learn I, that. I know. Well, that I don't, I'm not going to just completely crap can the whole idea of going to college. There are people who go to college and they get a great education because it's it's what you put into it. If you go to four years of college and you're intellectually curious and you sop it up no matter what the professor's saying, we still need doctors to go to college. We still need lawyers to go to college. I mean, it's college in and of itself isn't a horrible thing. It's a life choice like anything else. It has the dynamics of being on campus have dramatically changed, but they're no different than what's in the public education system in middle and high school. It's the same level of indoctrination. Uh, you know, I... I, I, I I, I think you, you have to understand why you're going to college, though. I think that's the where people screw up, is they assume that you have to go to college. And you don't have to go to college. I think that would be my biggest argument. I was in college for two years. I dropped out. I went to a trade school. I went to a radio school, broadcast school. It took that's me about nine months, and that got that's me my future. first gig. I didn't learn that's a hell of a lot in that trade school, but the certificate got me my first gig. Uh, so... You know, if you want to, you know, I got a friend who's going to go to cosmetology school. It's like that's brilliant. That's a, people are always going to need their hair. That's cut the future. Their, you know, that's that's true. I, but I, I don't. I'm not going to. I don't agree that all college is bad. I, there's a lot of bad stuff going on the campuses. Uh, but again, college is like anything else. You get out of it what you want to get out of it. If you just want to party for four years and eat free food off a off a plastic card and parrot everything your 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 professors say, well then yeah, it's a big fat waste of money. If if you're going there specifically because you want to learn something uh, very specific because it's something learn you want to specifically do with your life, it's a different story. But you're not going to learn anything. What you're going to learn, where, where you're going to learn how to do what you, you mentioned, being a doctor, we still need colleges for doctors, is what you were talking about just a second ago with your radio school. Uh, you're going to go to doctor school. You know, you're not going to go to Harvard to to a general liberal college. Well, let me give you an example. Right now at Harvard, they're they're trying to ban all Trump supporters. Right now, anybody who who supported Trump, they will. They're trying to at at Harvard right now. You cannot attend, teach, or speak at the university. Is what they're attempting to oh, do yeah, at Harvard awful. right now. That's it's the awful. kind of thing that's out there. And so, when moms and dads are looking at this and they're looking at uh, thousands and tens of thousands of dollars that they want to spend on a child's education so that they can get a career going somewhere, it's not going to be so they can sit around a room and talk about how much the founding fathers were racist and how America sucks and all of that kind of stuff. Uh, what they're going to do is they're going to go to radio school. They're going to go to cosmetology school. They're going to go to doctor school. They're going to go to school on how to learn to fly airplanes and all these other things that they're going to be doing. And that's where they're going to get their education in the future because all this other stuff, people are going to wake up to the fact that, the, number one, that's old school. And and K-12 through is going to change, too. All these uh, indoctrination centers that are on the corners of every neighborhood, those are going to be gone. They're going to use those. They're going to be playing ping pong in those places one of these days because it's going to be a, a home rec center for the kids in the neighborhood to gather for recreation what what those places are going to be we call them schools right now that's what they're going to be because schooling is going to be done online setting 22 butts in a chair under fluorescent lights for eight hours a day is old thinking it's going away well and i think that's sad yeah i, I think that's a loss that that, that that that's what it's going to become because you and i had the experience of being in classrooms 
your 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 education is, going through the public school system is yeah about being taught basic stuff, which a lot of it they're not teaching anymore, which is my biggest problem. But you also learn how to be a human being in society to a certain extent. So I, I don't I, the whole idea of education itself going completely online, and that's what it is. Uh, I think will make the problem worse, not better. Uh, uh, you're not. I mean, we, we, it's impossible to reform every campus because a lot of them are are private or private companies, basically private schools. Uh, I would want to see people be held to the their feet held to the fire a little bit more if they're a public school that is receiving money from the state. Uh, but again, when it comes to colleges, it's really on what college you choose. I mean, my kids go into a very small college in Colorado, which has a completely different dynamic than if you were to go to the University of uh, Colorado or, or UT or some big major campus. So, you know, again, it's all about life choices, and I, I hope it doesn't go completely online. I think that would be a huge loss. We're already spending way too much time alone staring at our stinking computers and our stinking phones. I just think, I think it's sad and sick that one political uh, community has been allowed to run rampant through the education system in this country for as long as they have, because that's where the real damage the took place. They're, they're, you're that's exact, the, that's, that's the exactly problem. right, yeah. They're teaching them how to be Marxists and anarchists so that they put the black clothes on and they go and they riot. That's, what's, that's what kids are learning these days in school. They're learning to hate this country in, in public education all the way through college. And we have to somehow stand up, rise up, and push back against that. And there is no way that a hardworking stiff who stares at red brake lights every morning and every night, who gets home at 9 o'clock in time to fall into bed every night, should pay the college education oh, for I some snot-nosed man-bun-wearing jerk who can't pay his own way. You know what? Go serve a couple of drinks somewhere. Go serve some food somewhere and pay your own college bill or go to work. One or the other. But society's not responsible for your little baby butt to take care of you the rest of your life. No, I, we'll, I uh, agree with that totally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I know you do. We'll take a we'll take a break. Come back more. Warren Rima on the other side. You know, when you're talking about fence, when you're talking about fencing, and you're talking about a great fencing company, then you're looking at Pecos Fence Company right here in San Antonio, number one in the state of Texas at either repairing fences that look kind of eh, and that happens around here because of our weather. The fence can get all warped if you look down the fence line and it's all jagged and warped and everything. Call up Pecos Fence Company, then come out and straighten that up, put new pickets up, make it look really, really nice and sharp with all new pickets and all new runners and everything else. I suggest steel poles because they'll last a long time, and Pecos can do that for you. They can also do great welding. So when you want to talk about things like wrought iron gates and wrought iron, decorative wrought iron, stuff like that, Pecos can do all that for you because they got great welders on staff. And you'll get the best value at the lowest price, too, because they hold all their costs down, whether it's the cost of materials or the labor. You'll always pay less dealing with Pecos Fence Company at 210-655-5656. Check them out today. Well, your AccuWeather is going to be nice. Nice a little bit later on. These clouds are going to burn off, and we're going to have a high today. Partly cloudy skies, about 77. Down to 55 tonight, and then tomorrow back up to 79 with partly cloudy skies. Gifts from eBay that say a lot. Hi, this is Jack Riccardi, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected. They also asked that you would perform an audit of the errors. Now, to me... That sounds like a hedge, a little bit of a CYA action. But is that something that your office will undertake? 
we're certainly going to look into that. I mean, look, we want everything to be um, valid. We want everything to be clear. And we want voters to have confidence in the process. And we're going to continue to do everything we can within my authority to ensure that's the case. That's the Michigan Secretary of State. We'll talk about Michigan here in a second. But something just came up here on uh, live feed. Russian cosmonauts Sergei Rizikov and Sergei Kudsirvikosh. I don't know. I, got I just look at it and make it up. Whatever it's whatever it is. Sergei Rizikov and Sergei Kudsirvikosh have stepped out of the international space. They're never going to know that I butchered it. They, they stepped Don't out of the uh, International Space Station, and they're performing a spacewalk right now at the International Space Station. I spend a great amount of time in my life in the dark, as people could probably figure <laughs> out by listening to me. Right. Your hours, right. <laughs> you, sleep about 17 minutes. you sleep about 17 minutes a day. And Correct. So you're you're conscious throughout most of the the nighttime. <laughs> Correct. And so I don't turn the lights on because it wakes Nancy up. So I just you know I walk around in the dark. I've got to figure it right. out here in the house. But it just amazes me, man. Every time I see a spacewalk, just how dark space is. I know that's kind of a redundancy, and everybody knows that. But every time you see it, you just realize, yeah, space is really black, man. It's really dark out there. Well, and, 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 you know, talking about wow. the mystery of God's creation, you know, we really don't even know what it is. <laughs> we really don't know what it is, what this is, how far it goes. Space is just nothingness. And, and what's always been interesting to me is I, I'm always fascinated by how we name and label things. We're so mystified by what space is. The only word we can come up for, with it for, to describe it is space. Space. <laughs> like Can't I call have space else. in my closet. Space. What, it is. what is that up there? Well, it's a lot of space. Yeah. It's just your space sp- up there. You turn the light off in your closet, and it's dark, but it's still not as dark as space. So it's really no. cr- crazy and wild. No light. And you yep. think back. That's right. And you think back to Ed White, who, against the advice, in fact, they told him, do not open that and step out. And he said, I'm open and stepping out. That's cojones <laughs> right there. That is, yeah. that is made of cojones. <laughs> When they're going, we don't know what's going to happen to you if you open the top of that thing and get out. And he goes, I'm opening this thing. I'm getting out. I don't care. Be vaporized. I'm going to step into utter darkness. (laughs) I don't know what's going to happen, but I just got to take a look, man. I got to do it. I got to. I think astronauts and our our folks who who, I think they're the most amazing people in the world. They just are what they do and, and the risk they take just getting up there. And then being up there in with no atmosphere. When you think about it, you and I and all human beings, we require the earth everywhere we go. Of course. We are of the earth. We need the air. We need the water. We need the minerals in our body. We need the nourishment of organic materials in this planet. We have to carry this planet with us in a spacesuit everywhere we go. Because as soon as you go beyond our atmosphere, they just ain't nothing and you will pop like a like a yeah. like a balloon, man. Well the other thing is and this is why I brought it up. They're doing this right now, and we're not even thinking about it. It's not, it's not nope. in anybody's consciousness. They're not talking about it on Good nope. Morning America. Nobody's paying any attention to the fact. There's Sad. human beings over our head in utter darkness doing experiments yeah. right now to better our lives, by the way. It's to sad. actually better our lives. Yeah. All right. Uh, we'll break for the bottom of the hour news. When we come back, Michigan and what happened in Wayne County last night. Get ready to have your mind blown <laughs> as to what's happening with the election right now. So it's, it's mind-blowing too what Chris and Joan and the team at Safe Showers does too. The owners of Safe Showers and their product is absolutely a life-changing product. Here's how. 
first of all, in two days or less, they can have your old tub and your old shower out, gone, and a brand new safe shower put in for you that is completely safe. No more having to step over the tub to get in and worried about slipping and falling because it has a non-slip floor, slip-resistant floor. It also has grab handles, right? They can add more grab handles if you want them. Got a place to sit comfortably inside of your safe shower and lots of room. If you're like me and you played football at a younger age and you built those big shoulders, broad shoulders and a big chest, and you find that you can't turn around in the shower that the builder put in your house boom here's your answer you want some more space your safe shower will get you that space safely so call them today for your free in-home estimate from safe showers at 210-655-ESGTexas.com san antonio's news traffic and weather station news talk 550 ktsa and fm 1071 everyone from uh uh, the Holy Father, the Prime Ministers across the globe. Um, uh, uh, and so we're uh, moving along. Uh, yeah, he's thrilling. Uh, moving right along. You know, four years. You, you, you people on cable news, you totally screwed up. Your uh, golden goose is gone. Your content is gone. You have uh, no. Hey, Rachel, what you go talk about? You know what? <laughs> yeah. I, they're going to keep talking about Trump. They're of course they find are. a way to keep talking about 500 Trump. years from now Rachel's great-great-granddaughter <laughs> well you know when my great-great-grammy was on television Donald Trump was the president and and he lowered taxes and we've never recovered you know that's mm. that's it they're gonna blame him for everything forever more that's why I say like if this thing gets certified and he actually doesn't get four years four more years <clears throat> right if I'm Trump I go silent for a year I don't say yeah. anything. I don't do any interviews. Just let them Seriously. twist on the hook there, because they're 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 going to keep trying. To, they got you're right. They have based so much of their content in any right. given news cycle on him. Hey, you hey, take don't him out of the. You. What's that? Look at your look at your TV real quick. I don't want to. You can go back to that. I'll I'll take you back to your thought. Oh, there you go. Cosmonauts lot take space. They're spacewalking. That's what I was talking about. Yeah. Wow. See how dark and black that is? Wow. Yeah. Anyway, so go ahead. He, yeah, he just needs to be silent. Like, kind of like he is now. <laughs> right. Just go quiet and just sit back, eat popcorn, and watch him uh, You know, try to fill an hour on MSNBC. He right. knows it. He's a showbiz guy. He's, he's successful. At, he's been very sure. successful as a, as, a, as a television producer. He knows the camera. He knows, uh, he knows that uh, an hour of content can be actually... A long, long time if you ain't got no damn content. Mm-hmm. So, you know, don't give them any. <laughs> yeah, just for like a year. Take a year off, buddy. Go golf. Let, just let them live with what quiet. they've done. Yeah. All right. Uh, Michigan's Wayne County certification deadlock leads to unanimous certification after allegations of racism. Now, let me yeah. just sum this up real quick. When we all went to bed last night, they weren't going to certify the votes in Michigan because, you know, this little thing called um, more votes than there are people. That's interesting. <laughs> Don't you think? Hmm. We had more votes here than we have people that are alive here. So we have a little problem here. And the two Republicans said, we have a little problem. We have to figure out why there's more votes than there are people. Immediately upon saying that and saying they're not going to certify, they were called racist. Uh, the governor, the governor of Michigan attacked them. Rashida Tlaib, one of the Congress people of Michigan, attacked them for being, you're a racist. You're a racist. You don't want to certify this because you hate black people. You don't like black people, so you're not going to certify this. So these people went on for hours, and then the death threats and and personal physical threats Mm. started to come in, we understand, and we hear via Twitter and everything else. 
So here's what you need to do is because then they they intimidated them into certifying it last night. You need to have a judge step in, decertify it right now, stop everything, everything right now, and let's do let's launch a full scale investigation into the threats and intimidation. And whoever it was, I don't care if it was the governor. I don't care if it was a congressperson. I don't care if it was some Southside Joe. I don't really care. Anybody who threatened these people need to go to jail. They need to be locked up for intimidating an election official. We have to stop this in the United States. We are on our way, if we're not already, to third world status with our elections. Well, you know what? And you know this. They're not going to do any of that. They're not going to do any of that. Nobody who made a threat against her is going to go to jail. Nothing's going to be investigated. Look at how they responded. You're a racist for pointing out that there's more freaking votes than there are people in that county, Wayne County. This is this is a you know this is the this is the standard thing stuff for for Democrats now. If somebody points out something they did wrong. Immediately call them a racist, threaten their lives, threaten their families. I mean, I said this in the first hour. When are you Democrats going to start being embarrassed by this? They're not. This. When are you, when you going to start be, feeling some molecule of shame over all the death threats uh, uh, to people's family, to their kids? And I'm, you know, whether you're talking about what happened to these two people overnight in Michigan and Wayne County, or you're talking about the families and the old women and the old men who are beaten up in the streets whenever these Antifa pukes want a, uh, you know, a free TV. Never. You know, it, 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 when at what point does it become too much for your average Democrat? Never. Because if this were if these were Republicans doing this, and I'm not a Republican, but if these were conservatives doing this, I'd be horrified. <laughs> I would be horrified. You know that, so. that the people that I associate with ideologically are threatening people's lives. Uh, and beating up old men in the streets. I mean, you know, but for them, they can't even bring themselves to denounce it. Mm-mm. And, yeah, of course they're racists. It's, it's, there's Detroit. You, you just hate black people. That's really what it is. Well, how pathetic. How pathetic. So you realize what you're asking for. You're asking for people who don't have enough conscience to stand against uh, post-birth abortion, which is murder, by the way, who don't even have enough soul to stand against that. You're asking them to stand against death threats and and calls of racism. They're not going to do it. Democrats are are not going to stand up and say, uh, let's have some integrity in, in this election. Let's let's make sure that all the votes are counted, all the legal votes are counted, and let's make sure that nobody in the system is threatened. Democrats are not going to do that. Nope. As long as they're on the winning side, that's all they care about is the ultimate power. They have a lust for power. And and to expect them to get some sort of conscience after we just spent two years of them saying mm. that post-birth abor- abortion is okay, they're not going to get a conscience over this. Nah, no way. Well, and, 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 and they're scooping up a lot of young people and uh, uh, the vast majority of whom have never spent one day in an actual third world country so they don't even know what they're creating for themselves you know I, i'm, I'm kind of done to a certain extent i mean not, not with you know I, i'm still going to speak my mind on the show i'm still going to write what i write i'm still going to have my opinions i'm still going to vote I'm still going to participate but i'm 53 man if the if this is the the america you young people want <laughs> Good luck with that, man. <laughs> Someday you're going to wake up and you'll be 53, too, wondering what the hell happened to your life. 
you know, and uh, but uh, it'll be too late by then. So I, it, it's it's depressing and frustrating as hell uh, for me. I'm I'm really angry about it. I mean, I I need to be more honest about how angry I am at this election and how it went. It that was disgusting, and what happened overnight is disgusting. This used to be the United States of America. And and uh, I'm I am I'm, I'm just I'm to a certain extent I'm throwing up my hands like all right well, well whatever I know I know you say country that, you want to live in man no 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 I, I know you're saying that and I, I'm not disputing you that you feel that way but I know you and you're a lot like me and you're not going to give up because you care about well you care about Avery and you care about her kids should she have kids someday and her grandkids should she have grandkids someday I'm not doing this for me or Nancy you know like you just said. Uh, it, you know, whatever happens to us, happens to us. We've had a good run at it here, and we had some good times. Man, I barely remember the 70s and 80s. It's fun. But uh, uh, you know what? Uh, it, it's, it's my two little uh, granddaughters. They're not little anymore. And I, you know, and I look at them, and I think, what is going on, and what kind of world are they going to – and so I'm not going to give up. I'm really not. I'm not going to quit. And I know you're not either. I know the emotion well, I mean, involved. It, 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 and I feel that too. Man, there are times, you know, that I go, oh, hell with this. I'm, you know what? I'm going to buy one of them little trailers and I'm going to find a little park somewhere. <laughs> and I'm going to fall off the grid. You'll never hear from me again. I'm going to move to Greenland. No, right. I mean, <laughs> right. No, I mean, what I mean is, you know, we can do what we can. And for me, that's the radio show and my writing. And, and right. if you ask me my opinion, I'll tell you what my opinion is. But eventually, right. our kids and grandkids are going to be grown people, grown adults, you know. And and it's right. really going to be up to them at some point. Yeah, if they want to screw it up, they can screw it up. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's 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 their. You know, it, 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 I hate to say it, but again, creating, preserving, maintaining, and killing freedom is the the business of young people predominantly. Right. Uh, and 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 at some point it's gonna. Oh, I'm doing some light dentistry in the background during the breaks. There, I'm kind of like Doc Holliday, awesome. and I'm a dentist on the side. So I, I'm. That's great. Doing, I got my uh, my uh, assistant doing a little tooth drilling there before I get involved. But. Perfect. <laughs> yeah. Snap the gloves on, babe, and go do it. All right, back in just a minute. When you hear gloves snapping, now you know you're in trouble. Back in just a minute with Warren Rima on KTSa. Hey, listen. You know, so, so many people have such a hard time right now with depression, and they've been dealing with it for years, maybe even decades. Right. And maybe it's you. Maybe it's somebody you know and love and dealing with this time and time again. And, and, and maybe that person or maybe it's you went to see therapists at one time and really you felt OK afterwards because you got a lot of stuff off your chest, but it really didn't help you. And, and maybe the doctor recommended to you some some medication. Maybe it was the new class of SSRIs back in the 80s and 90s. It was all the rage, but it still didn't do any good. I mean, you still were fighting with the depression every day, every day of your life. And so you finally said, you know what, this is the way it's going to be till the till the end. It doesn't have to be that way. Genesis Behavioral Health, Dr. Ted Williams and his great team at Genesis have TMS, transcranial magnetic stimulation, very effective and safe in relieving depression. It's non-invasive. It's covered by most health insurance as well, and it's relatively short and non-invasive. It's an outpatient treatment. So I want you to find out if you're a candidate for TMS at Genesis Behavioral Health. There's hope right now, making lives better through healing and hope. That's what they're all about at Genesis. So call them right now at 210-404-90s.com. Ask a rhetorical question. Do you guys understand this? Does anybody understand? It's about saving lives, for real. Huh? I'm not, this is not hyperbole. You're going to have a president that says for reals. Oh, for reals. God. For reals. Okay. 
This is for reals, man. So he's hip. (laughs) Yesterday he called his chief of staff. The guy's name is Ron Klain. He called him Ron Claim, like claim check at Christmas time. (laughs) Your claim check, sir. He's Ron Klain. No, Joe. I'm sorry. It's uh, Ron Klain. Just in case you uh, needed to know the name Mm. of your chief of staff, you're going to be looking at him every day. For real. Welcome to the next yeah, four you. years of our lives, perhaps. So, in Las Vegas, viva Las Vegas, baby, they uh, are sending out the compliance ambassadors to check on businesses to make sure that businesses are complying with their COVID rules and restrictions. They're going to 300 businesses every day. That's a lot of compliance ambassadors, going to 300 businesses every day. And what they're doing is they are, you know, this, you're going to, your creepy meter's about to get super, 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 super done. They're simply going to be in these businesses observing the behaviors of what's going on inside the businesses. In Las Vegas, they're saying we will continue to enforce and to educate businesses about the governor's recent directives and social distancing requirements, and we will be inside of these businesses to observe these businesses from inside. (laughs) This applies to both indoor and outdoor venues, including houses of worship. In houses of worship, we're going to come by and we're going to observe. Compliance ambassadors are not enforcing the directive to do that. Then they turn around, they call an enforcement uh, licensed officer. And so far, they've been handing out fines, 4,048, 6,073, 4,858, 8,501. And I'm not talking about $85. I'm talking about $8,501. These are the fines. You don't think this is like a a, a revenue enhancement thing, do you? No. And the penalty, the penalty for some of these businesses that they are facing, one hundred thirty-four thousand nine hundred and forty dollars. One hundred thirty-four thousand can be the penalty if if one of these compliance ambassadors who are inside of your business and your church observing, if they say that you have violated it, then they will call and they will fine you one hundred thirty-five thousand dollars. Lovely America. <laughs> that's that's great. Yeah. 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 Unfortunately, yeah. If Biden gets certified, we're going to see more of that, don't you think? I mean, we're going to see much sure. more of that stuff. And it is a, a revenue generator, much like a speed trap. You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> they're going to be rolling into places with the intent of finding someone, mm-hmm. and they're going to look for something or look for stuff they can use. It's it's a it's crazy town, man. We really are living in crazy town now, and it's just going to get worse uh, uh, if Biden uh, indeed becomes the president, his presidential electness. You know, you're going to have all kinds of goon squads going into into businesses and churches sure. and stuff. You know, I hate it. Sure, <laughs> I hate everything. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I hate it. I'm so angry. You're, such an angry well, man. You're under a little bit of stress today because there's people hammering inside your house. So I get it. It's a little bit stressful for you right now. You know, people are doing. No, I'm. I, stra- I'm angry. There's strange in men in your I, house right now. That's, <laughs> that's always disconcerting. In my house, <laughs> drilling in my attic. <laughs> hmm? Now get this, folks. For most people. When we have to, strange people, strange men in our houses, we, we unleash the dog. You know, we say, "Get him!" You know, go right. and uh, so so all that. But most of us have, you know, dogs, right? Well, Sean had to tie up his overgrown rat. He's basically got an overgrown <laughs> rat as a. T- <laughs> so I have a Chihuahua dingo mix, half Chihuahua, half dingo, and right. then I have another dog who I have no idea what kind of animal that is. Yeah, I have six creatures that live in this house. Well, the dogs live outside, but I have six animals: four yeah. cats, a 